What is up, fight fans? Welcome to the comments for the Peanut Gallery podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Kurtz. We are joined by a very special guest today via the MyFit Foods hotline. Make sure that you go to www.myfitfoods.com. Use that promo code Peanut Gallery in the checkout. You'll be all taken care of there on the back end. But back to business here. We have a special guest who's going to be competing at the end of this month on the Colorado Combat Club 11 card, Lumumba Sayers Jr. How you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. I'm glad that there's some sun shining out here. You know, it's been a very long, cold winter out here in Denver. So now that we're seeing some sunshine, I have some optimism that it's uh, it's about to get warmer overall. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep, definitely, my man. So uh, why don't you right away off the rip, let people know where they can follow you. Um, You guys can follow me on Instagram at Sayers Lumumba. That's S-A-Y-E-R-S. L-U-M-U-M-B-A. You can follow me on Facebook at Lumumba Sayers Jr. I also have a fight page name at Lumumba Heavy Hand Sayers Jr. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome, my man. So as far as this camp goes and your your matchup, let's dive into things here a little bit. So you've uh, you've taken on some some different training methods, or, or going out and you're doing some uh, some training across town in a couple different places. Why don't you let the people know what you've been up to? Um, so we were training. I was training out of uh, my dad's gym called Heavy Hands Heavy Heart Center. It's uh, located in Aurora. Um, we were just doing stand up. And I felt like I needed to get my ground game together. So I came over to Colorado Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with um, Don. Uh, he's a great coach. I just been moving around a lot, uh, trying to get sparring in, trying to get a lot of things going so I could prepare for this fight that's coming up. Certainly. Let's kind of talk about that, too, with with your pops. So you're also uh, we, we talked earlier this week with Elijah Smith and then you're kind of in that same boat. You're a second generation fighter who your dad has fought at the top of the game in strike force back in the day, you know, along with uh, a bevy of other promotions and top tier opponents throughout that time how does having someone like him who's already kind of uh experienced maybe some of the uh the turbulent waters or the things that if you were doing it for the first time you would run into that sort of adversity but having someone who can say nah son do it like this how how advantageous is that for you um i think it's a good thing for me because it's like my dad's second chance at this fight stuff he knows he got different connections and um, just like little, there's little things that I'll be doing that I do wrong during my training. And he'll like critique me right then and there. Like, Hey, no, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. And then once I start doing it, everything just flows and it comes together. Also, uh, my uncle is Patrick Smith, the headhunter. He was in the UFC. Um, he was one of the, uh, one of the originals. He, and, uh, so having him too, but he passed away, but um, he also was a reason why I wanted to start fighting after he passed. Um, I wanted to take over the fight game for both sides because he's my um, uncle on my mom's side and then it's my dad. So just having them, uh, having them being in my life and like teach me different things about the fight game is like, it's an awesome experience because it's like, okay, these guys have through everything. They didn't seen everything firsthand. Now they know what to expect from these different um, these different promoters. 
Certainly, and I mean that's that's got to be a big factor for so many guys out there is having someone help them because I mean the the thing is is as a fighter if you can go in and fight like you're gonna be able to have opportunities out there but from the business end of things it starts to become a thing of like are these the right opportunities to be taken you know is the is the timing right is the opportunity right so on and so forth so i I definitely think that that's that's a major asset for you to be able to have someone to help you in that side of the game now in terms of just growing up around it and being in the gym your entire life all that sort of thing you know how, how do you feel that that is just you know, I mean, by, by the nature of it, on both sides of your family, fighting's in your blood. So then also coming up surrounded by the game, do you think that that puts you kind of a leg up from maybe somebody else sitting in your position, especially at such a young age? Yeah, I think it does put me a, a leg up because, um, like, for the first time I fought on Colorado Combat, I think it was Colorado Combat number seven. Um, I was a special feature bout. And I got to fight on the main card instead of the undercard. So I think that was um, a leg up for me, especially with other fighters, especially it being my first ever fight. And uh, there being other people that were experienced that had more fights than me. So, yeah, I feel like it's a leg up for me. How talk to me about the feelings or describe the emotions that were going on, especially because you you brought a crowd with you. You had a lot of people that were there for you. So I think with that, along with then, you know, I, wh- whether or not, you really feed into it or not i feel like there's extra eyes or attention that gets put on to you just by the nature of your name and whose son you are i think that always kind of happens to that second generation guy regardless of the sport whether it's you know your your dad was in the nfl and you're a kid who's trying to make it in the nfl nba so on and so forth especially then with fighting you had a lot of people there and the bright lights were on like you said you were on the main card how did that pressure feel and what were those emotions like um, so at first I was, uh, so I had lost my best friend of like four days before my fight. And so Sorry. like my emotions were very high. I was crying in the back before my fight. And then we brought every, we brought everybody that came out and supported me to the back. So we prayed. And when I looked around at everybody that was there, I kind of got nervous. And, uh, my sister came up to me and she felt my heart beating fast. And she just told me like, just breathe, relax. I relaxed and then uh, when I got out to the cage, I still had a little bit of jitters, but then once I stepped in, I was like, all right, we're here. You got to fight now. And then even even when I was in the cage, when I was fighting, I was telling myself like, I can't lose this fight. I got so many people that came out to support me. I got to keep going. So emotions were very high, um, especially because I'm carrying my dad's name. I have the same exact name as him. So, you know, it's very high expectations of me. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a, that's a pretty accurate assessment there. To, you know, I, I think that that's something that a lot of guys experience when they, maybe not to the same extent of carrying someone's name, but just the thought of, oh, man, like I'm about to go get locked in a cage with another man who's trying to take my head off and have to fight him in my underwear in front of all my closest friends, family, and people in the community. So, you know, I think that that's, in general, for anyone, that's a tremendous mental hurdle to have to overcome. But let's talk about that now uh, or transition to this next matchup. So you've got that kind of those first fight jitters out of the way. The You've seen what the lights are like. You felt what hitting the curtain is. 
this matchup coming up is against a guy who's had some fight experience as well in I uh, in Garma Shine by R. What do you think or what are your thoughts about the matchup itself on March twenty fifth? So uh Garma, he used to actually train out of our gym. So me and Garma, we actually used to um spar a lot. Okay. So uh leading up to this fight, it was a lot of talk. <laughs> going on i heard uh i heard some conversations that he was saying some things and stuff so like leading up to this fight um i was preparing myself really uh good because i was preparing for jamil coleman but he got shipped off to europe uh, he got deployed to europe so uh when i was getting ready to fight jamil i kind of had a little bit of jitters in me a little bit and then when i uh found out i was fighting garma i was like oh okay it still like pushed me to go harder especially the things that I heard were being said about me. And um, I just feel like when this fight comes, uh, he's going to be in for a rude awakening. He's going to be, I'm going to try to punish this kid, like, a lot. Do you think that that's an important lesson for you to kind of face this dynamic, especially early on in your career, and, and one in part to, to to learn how to manage, you know, this the banter, the chatter in general that that that's always going to happen no matter the level that you're on. But then also to manage the emotion and the the energy and the output once you're actually in the cage, and to not say, you know, just to to turn it all you know into a full fledged you know like brawl, street fight, whatever, to where you potentially have an adrenaline dump how important it is it for you to learn or to figure out this lesson right away that okay it's okay to have this grudge match and to have these emotions and these feelings and this personal vendetta but i can't allow that to cloud my strategy or my x's and o's when it comes to actually tactically executing the game plan so um a lot of people like even like jorge masvidal in the um, I forget his name, but even with that fight, like, I feel like they had a lot of animosity, but they didn't let that get to the fight, get into the fight. So, like, I feel like um, leading up to the fight, I'm going to just stick to my game plan. I'm going to take my time with him because I, uh, instead of me, because, like, in my first fight against Sam B's, uh, when I got on top of him, I just started trying to drill him and trying to get him out of there. And I had to go to the next round, and I was very tired in that next round coming out, but I still ended up finishing the fight off and getting the win. Uh, so I feel like it's like a grudge match, but I know how to keep my composure and I know how to just take my time and do things the right way instead of trying to go in and trying to knock his head off all the way and just, you know, actually punish him and make him go through the things that I want him to go through, like beat him down how I want to beat him down. Well said. I mean, I can't really put it any better than that right there. Now, in terms of your actual, you know, like your your presence, the the way that you carry yourself, I mean, you you could tell that you have a lot of confidence, you know, and you you're also you're you're a musician too as well, right? Yes, sir. So being that, you know, you, you have, a, you know, a, I guess a knack for the performing arts or, I mean, being a musician, you, you have a lot of those same sort of eyes and that same sort of potential for judgment and critique, you know, a critique platform as you do when you're fighting. It's just you're not taking that physical damage, right? The eyes are on you. The attention is on you. How do you feel like having some experience, I guess, in that way of putting yourself out there? has helped you to kind of calm those nerves and the emotions and the anxiety of going out there and having to then perform physically. So um, 
like with my music, I had when I had my first show, I was very nervous. It wasn't even a big crowd, but I was very nervous. And then I had like I did like two or three more shows, and I was like, like I noticed that everybody was messing with my like, like actually liked my music, so it made me confident. And I know everybody wants to see me fight, so that also makes me confident in my fighting because um, it's like okay, everybody's here to see me fight. Let me go out here and perform how I need to perform. Like that's how I started thinking with my um with my music. Like so with the music and the fighting, how it intertwines is um I just I've been I've been in front of big crowds before in this, but then I it led up at I'm a I'm a hell of a performer and uh I just like being in the spotlight, I should say. If you have a if you have a love for it, I think that that's only going to help you going forward because you've got a bright future, and I think that those lights are just going to keep on getting brighter as your career goes and grows on. Now, I got to ask you this on a lighter note: Is there anything that you know? It's it's you're winding down these last couple of weeks of camp. Is there something that may be hard for you to give up? You know, like is it is it sweets? Is it you know is it maybe going out? Like is there is there something that is a tough thing for you to give up while you're in camp and cutting weight? Um, so I'm only I've been cutting weight since January. So like I'm like two two to three pounds off of my weight right now, and I still got two weeks to weigh in. So um, one thing that I would say is hard for me to give up is going out because like I'm like the life of the party. Everybody loves to see me out. Every time I go out, every, I don't even have to approach anyone. Everybody comes and approaches me like I'm a celebrity or something. So but um, I just told myself like like two days ago, I'm not going to go out for these next two weeks because it's crunch time. It's tunnel vision. I got to have tunnel vision. I can't be out in the out in the belt because you know so anything can happen anything yep. can happen so that's one thing that i would say um it's something that i was um not able to give up but now i'm just like all right it's fight time it's time for me to focus and get right makes sense i mean you got to lock it in there's going to be someone coming in trying to come and uh trying to come and put some hands on you my man you got to make sure that that is all dialed in and that there's no distractions with that right Sir. Now, in terms of uh, in terms of anything closed out here, are there any teammates, coaches, sponsors, management, anybody that you want to throw a shout out to? Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, my dad, Lamumba Heavy Hand Sarah Senior, um, Coach Aaron Williams, Coach Don from Colorado Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, Dale, um, Keegan Sampson, James Huff. And my sponsors, I want to uh, give a shout out to my sponsors, Alex Auto Repair, uh, Gojo Auto, it's a car dealership, Shalanda Empowerment, Sayer Citywide Movers, and uh, Positive Pack Creations. Those are all my sponsors I would like to give a shout out to. Y'all go check everybody out that I just said. And yeah. Awesome, man. And will you let everybody know the details on your fight? Where, th where can they pick up tickets? All that sort of stuff. Um, you guys can come and buy tickets from my gym at 2360 Dayton Street, or you could um you could DM me on Instagram. And uh we're also pulling up on everybody selling tickets to them. So uh, if you need tickets, they are $40 a ticket. The fight will be at the Stampede 
uh, March 25th on Islef in Havana. And yeah. I'm excited to call the fights, man. It's uh, it's going to be a great night. This is going to be the first one that we've had back in Denver in a couple years for Colorado Combat Club. So I'm so excited to be able to see the entire show, but especially looking forward to seeing you get back in there to do your thing. Why don't you let everybody know where they can follow you? You guys can follow me on Instagram at Sayers Lumumba. Again, that's S-A-Y-E-R-S-L-U-M-U-M-B-A. And on Facebook at Lumumba Sayers Jr., you can also go like my fight page, Lamumba Heavy Hand Sayers Jr. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. I really appreciate you joining us here along. That is Lamumba Sayers Jr. right there joining us via the MyFitFoods hotline. That is MyFitFoods.com. Make sure that you use the promo code Peanut Gallery. You'll be all taken care of there on the back end. This is the comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Kurtz, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for watching. Please hit that like, share, and subscribe button. That helps us continue to produce this original MMA content and bring it for you every single week. Tune in to the MMA plug presented by DenverSportsBetting.com on 98.1 FM, Mile High Sports Radio on Wednesday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. Or live stream at DenverSportsBetting.com slash radio.